0: This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared.
1: Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to The Blockade Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me, as always, halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. Hey there, Chris. How are things going? Uh, they're going swimmingly well. How about that? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, same here. Same here for me. I, I uh, uh, do you, do you want a, uh, uh, you ever run out of data on your phone? Uh, yeah, plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's good times right there. So um, yeah. eight days before my uh, cycle re-ups, I got the dreaded notice. You only have 10% or no, it wasn't even 10% left. No, no, I guess it was. It was 10% left of your data plan. And I thought, oh, okay, fine. I just won't you know, look at any websites. But then it turns out that all your text messaging, rather than going through the messaging service, it, figures, oh I'll just use the data, it's faster. And it goes through that. And anytime wow. I'd get notifications, it would go through that. And next thing I know I check my thing, and it's all you have 0.2% left. I'm like, no. <laughs> so I had to turn off turn off data on my phone because I was like, I'm not even using it and it's still using up data. <laughs> and
0: go back to the stone ages.
1: <laughs> oh you know it's, it's, You know, you when your phone is only a phone, it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: when it's so boring it's just a phone isn't it like uh just well, you can still play some cool.
1: games on it and stuff but that's you know you can't check tweets you can't check facebook you can't joke at any new sites um and you don't realize exactly. how I look at those things even today um i was out and about we were dumping off uh some tin cans to get uh, recycled and uh me and Jared basically start the show every day at the same time, uh, or every day, uh, every week at the same time. And I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to be back home in time uh, to do the podcast on time. I was like, oh, that's no problem. i will just shoot Jared and beg. Oh no, I can't do that. Oh, no, no, no,
0: That's I was going, huh, I wonder where Chris is today. It's not like he normally, I'm the one that he's waiting for me normally to actually send <laughs> the show. Because um, I'm normally like finishing up breakfast here or wrangling a kid or doing something or. You know, any number of things can delay me actually yeah. starting the show, you. but today it was like, Yeah, did I miss a memo or something like that? <laughs> yeah, <You know?
1: laughs> yeah, so I've still got uh, uh, well, Sunday that won't be a problem because I'll be at home for the most part, so I got my Wi Fi, but uh, Monday and I believe Tuesday, I still got to uh, you gotta got to hold go out, out the data. gotta hold out, um. Yeah, because we see me and my wife share. Although when I say share, it's me using ninety nine percent of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the data plan of a whopping four gigabytes per month. Full gig, wow, four gigs. That's, um, uh... and usually it's not a, usually it's not an issue because I just use Wi Fi pretty much. You know, all, it, all at home and um, and usually at work they have Wi Fi. Well. There was an issue with the Wi-Fi on our set constantly being exceedingly slow. And the upstairs office was getting ticked off at uh, it taking forever to get anything. And so they decided, it must be all the crew using bandwidth. So they changed the password and said, no more Wi-Fi for you. away, Away went the Wi-Fi. And that's why I'm suddenly... Chewing up, (laughs) chewing up data. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. That's always a pain when that happens. I remember before I got onto the the plan I'm on at the moment, which has a whopping 1.5 gig of data. um, I was on a telco with basically, it was a very budget plan. It wasn't even a plan, it was prepaid. And I think I had 80 megabytes of data for 90 days. <laughs> so wow. basically, you, you, you sneeze at a website and you lose, you lose right? your time, basically. Uh, so that was like, I don't even know. Like, now that I have 1.5 gig, I, I wouldn't even know what 80, 80 megabytes would feel like. Um, <laughs> to, to 80 megabytes would be like maybe two days on Twitter, um, right. uploading a couple of photos. It was just terrible. And the, the cost of the plan was about the same as the plan I'm on now, but with you know 1.5 gig of data and unlimited calls and $19 a month, which is mm-hmm. what I'm paying now, which is nothing for like 1.5 gig and, and that type of plan. I rarely use my call entitlement. In fact, I think in some ways I'd like to roll over all my calls basically into data and just have right. extra data. That, that's really what I want. Data with like the ability to send a text or two here and there.
1: Well, I'm with uh, I'm with Verizon, and they just announced their unlimited data plan, but unfortunately, it's uh, rather expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that. <laughs> Go <because> figure. <laughs> data
0: is a little bit costly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and it doesn't help that the the day that I got my notification, or actually, it was the day after I got my notification. It didn't help that uh, what I was doing at work all day, and uh, I'll let you you people in on it. Um, you can check it out on my Instagram account. Uh, I'm Shut Your Traps on Instagram, so go ahead and look me up. Or you can look up Chris Free beside their They'll uh, both pop up. Um, but anyway, we we came up with a challenge that was um, you go to Wikipedia and you push uh-huh. a random article, and the first article that pops up, that is the name of your band. Yep. Then you go to WikiQuotes and you uh, do random quotes and you select the last three to five words of a quote, and that's the name of your album title. And then you go to, uh, now they were saying go to Flickr, but I also just used Google and typed in random images. And you pick the fifth image, and that's the uh, album art for your yeah for your album. And then you're supposed to use a photo editor of your choice and uh, uh, put it together, and then that's your, you know, create an album. So, you yep. I, <laughs> I wound up, we were having some fun doing that, and I think that might have used up a lot of my data <laughs> because of... <Definitely. laughs> all sorts of things, but um, I, I, my my name that popped up was Missouri Western Griffins, and I went, okay, that's kind of not really a band name, but I went Missouri, Misery, Misery, Misery dropped out the Western, and now my band name became Misery Griffins. That sounded like a band. Misery Griffins. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and so then I had a great deal, I, I created one album. And I went searching to go do another one. And I was like, I'm not done yet with this band. I think I could do more with this band. And so I created um, a total of, let's see, one, two, uh, a total of five albums for Misery Griffins. And I created an entire history for them. Uh, They are a late 90s uh, grunge and ska band.
0: (laughs) A grunge (laughs) ska. Well, I
1: call it Scrunge. Because um, nothing nothing combines better together than ska and grunge, and uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and I yeah. and it created this whole little uh, history for them. And uh, so anyway, I posted it to Instagram, posted it to uh, Facebook, but I won't accept you people as Facebook friends anyway. So don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> it's all right. I, I did actually see this on Facebook, so
0: I know what you're talking about, and I actually have um, a name and an album cover of my own. Oh I'm boy! About to sends you a link to the uh fifth image on google images random search
1: okay i'm clicking
0: on this it's a baby owl with a straw hat on all right that's that's the picture (laughs) that you put in your mind i don't know why this is a thing on the internet but this is this is what it is so my album uh the band name is enserian maya (laughs) which is the, the first thing that came up on wikipedia um, the album name is from the only quote for, uh, the uh, random quote that I got was the last five words were writing rhythm and melodic style. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And the album cover is a owl with a hat on. Very um, good. So I think, um, my album is, um, it's a, it's a math core album. Uh, <laughs> <Math core>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a math core album and uh, because it's all about writing rhythm and melodic style so yeah it's math core um, and I think that uh, the the little mascot here wearing a straw hat um, pretty much sums up the type of music um, which is kind of cute very weird and uh, a little bit sort of random <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> That's what my album's all about. It's a fun challenge. I'd like well, to yeah, see If, you, if people want to say.
1: join in, in this challenge, please do. It it is a blast. It's kind of fun to see. Um, and it's best if you create yeah little backstories rather than just posting the uh, the album too. Um, yeah. But uh, if you do, why don't you go ahead and uh, either hit us up, hit me up on Instagram, or uh, hit us up on Twitter. You can hit yeah. me up at Shut Your Traps. Jared is at Jared Morgs. Or you can uh, do it to the uh, Site itself, or the, the blockade site, which is at blockade. Um, yeah, post that. us a link and we'll t- we'll take a look at it. We'll have some fun. Yeah, that's right. Or at least we will once I get my data back up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> we'll we'll have some fun after Wednesday US time.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, other news that is uh yeah, because all that was news. Um, we talk about the newsletter from Pinball Arcade came out as did the official release of uh, Cactus Jacks. And within that newsletter, of course, they always give the hint for the next table. And after not having to search your brain very hard, the next table is Swords of Fury. I know. Pretty good. Um, I don't know how the ballerina played into that clue. Bally. which they got wrong because it's Williams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So bad. Oh, dear. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh dear. Okay,
0: yeah, that's cool. Um, Swords of Fury has been one that I know everyone has wanted for a very long time, right? Um, yeah, and
1: I got to play it last year, and it was one of those that um, I thought I don't know how deep of gameplay it is, or how much uh, you know how how much fun it's going to be in TPA over a long run. But what I liked about it was that it was a different playfield layout, something unique and different than anything that we've had in uh, Pinball Arcade so far. So on that reason alone, plus it being a System 11, I was like, sign it up, throw it in. Yep, totally. It's uh, got
0: the recipe for an awesome game, and it is an awesome game. I remember very vaguely, unfortunately, because it was probably the only time I ever got to see it when I was around 12 or 13. Um, This game was down the local bowling alley, and uh, there was some credits on it. Um, and these two guys, boys, were playing it as well, and they walked away. And I thought, oh, I'll take the credits to start playing. They came back and obviously weren't finished with the game, and I <laughs> got into a bit of trouble for doing that. Um, hey, but, you, you walk know,
1: away, you walk away. You
0: walk away. It's like a, It's. I was gonna say it's like a poker machine that you don't put the "I'm coming back" sign on. Right. Um, it's like you walk away. The credits are negotiable. It's a. It's a negotiable medium, just like cash. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you walk away, you forfeit them. But yeah, they didn't see the logic in that. So you know what they did? Mid game, they turned the machine off on me. No.
1: <laughs>
0: so if they weren't going to get it, no one was going to get it. So why? So that's how. That's why I remember Swords of Fury the the way I do. But it's not a bad memory because <laughs> it's a fun game. It's it's got a lot of stuff to do on it, and um. For the time, you know, compared to yeah. today's games, no, it's it's just a System Eleven, but it's it's fun. It's a good layout. It's great. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Here's what is it? Uh, eighty-seven, eighty-eight, something like that. I think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's of that era, you know, the, the classic System Eleven era. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be good fun, I reckon.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it, especially after the uh, gutty premiere onslaught that we've uh, been suffering through. The other good news, yeah. I hope. I don't know, but I hope is, hey, look, it's a Williams table back in TPA. Maybe Farsight finally fixed whatever issue they were having with their license, maybe? I don't know maybe, if they were having an yeah. issue at all. We never we never got an official word out of them as to why we were suddenly having nothing but Gottlieb's and weren't seeing any Williams. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, you know, it is actually a 1988 game.
1: Eighty-eight. It, okay. Um, yeah,
0: two thousand seven hundred units produced. So yeah, a... so
1: same year as uh, Earthshaker, I believe, came <clears> out, <throat> out that same year. Yeah. Um, just in, you know, in terms of it's it's not Funhouse, which would be your late System Eleven. This is your early yeah. System Eleven.
0: That's that's right because I think this one is. Um, I don't know if it's actually alphanumeric. I'm just having a quick look at the.
1: Yes, it's a, oh, or if it's just numbers. It's I think it's alphanumeric. It is one numeric. I'm, look,
0: I'm looking at the panels here. I'm only seeing very burned in um uh oh hang on. There's a cabinet full shot. I'm just gonna have a look at that now. It okay. looks like it is uh no, it is alpha numeric two and that's
1: what I thought.
0: Oh. Yeah I kinda thought that
1: all the system elevens were alphanumeric.
0: Yeah, I think this one is. Or at least the top row is this one's a pick of a German machine. It's got Spieler 1, which means Ball 1, I think, <laughs> or Player 1. Right. So that suggests it's alphanumeric, unless they're just doing a real good hack job on that eight-character numbers. But, yeah, it's a uh, really nice art package on this. I like it a lot. It's got that little upper play field, too, which is quite nice.
1: So, anyway, there you go, folks. Uh, enjoy your your... Cactus Jacks for the month, if you will, and just look forward to Sort of Fury. And that'll be the final table for Season 6 that we're yes, in right now. it is.
0: It will be closing out Season 6, which is uh, going to be good, I think, because you know, Season 7, um, I, I think that we might start seeing more Belly Williams in it. I think they might start picking that up again.
1: I hope so. Um, I'm just yeah, disappointed we didn't really- get our season of sports. Season, maybe that
0: Season 7 will be Season of Sports. You never know. No.
1: Um, yeah.
0: The, um, what was I going to say? Oh, that's right. Uh, I think what would be really cool with Swords of Fury if they put the same lighting tech on mobile as they did on Cactus Jacks using the, the GI illumination on and off trick that they did because that yep. really impressed me in um, uh, Cactus Jacks on mobile. It really changed the way the game feel, felt. Um, For me, and um, yeah, I think that featuring will be a big win. I think.
1: Well, I can't imagine that they wouldn't uh, continue doing that. I mean, once they once they figure it figured it out for mobile, it was just a matter of implementing it each time. So.
0: That's right. It's funny. I've seen the upper ramp on the um, Swords of Fury, and it reminds me so much of an inverted F fourteen Tomcat ramp. Ah. You know. You know how the, the rails go off and there's like three little diverters on the um, yeah. the ramp? Yeah, it looks almost exactly like that, except on the right-hand side of the play field. So, yeah, interesting to see how the themes, these game sort of themes flow through the games of the era. Um, but yeah, this is going to be fun, this game. I'm very much looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, me too, because apart from my one contact with it at the pinballer, the Arcade Expo, excuse me. Arcade Expo uh, last year, mm-hmm. I never played. It. I don't believe I'd ever played it in uh, Visual Pinball. Um, I don't believe I'd played it prior <laughs> in real life. So nice. it'll be one of those. It's like, oh, cool um, game that I don't have really any knowledge to, and yeah, and just to let it uh, grow on me.
0: Mm, that's right. It's got great sound. As all systems, yeah, that's
1: do. what everybody says. Yeah, the sound is a good package. Yeah. So, anyway. So that's gonna be- Sweet. That's that's that piece of uh, pinball-related news. Yeah. Uh,
0: you, what else is uh, happening in pinball, I was going to say? N- is, is there any other digital stuff happening?
1: Um, not that I am aware of. There's nothing from Zen, and no. we haven't heard anything from Stern Pinball Arcade with uh, when or what the next table coming out for that is going to be. No.
0: I think... Rumor had it that it was going to be Ghostbusters, but uh, I'm not sure, you know. But yeah, you're right. Nothing really confirmed.
1: I mean, that would make sense because didn't they, wasn't that initially going to be, that was announced with uh, with the Kickstarter, wasn't it? Yeah, I
0: think they did announce that Ghostbusters, they actually tweeted about it, that Ghostbusters was going to be out, but it's going to be interesting because from what I understand, Ghostbusters is one of those hybrid hardware tables that some of them were produced with spike and some of them were like the early ones of them were actually produced in the old stern mainboard system okay. so it's like one of those ones that's uh was just transitioning over to the new um so it's going to be interesting to see what challenges that that has for for farsight as far as converting it over i'd say they probably My gut feeling would be they'd probably err on the side of using the old mainboard system um, Mm -hmm. and and going down that path just to give them a little bit more time to work out the final points of Spike. Because I think Spike is going to be a challenge from an emulation perspective just because it's all distributed. Um, All the logic is stored on the little daughter boards all around the playfield rather than on one um, mainboard. And getting that timing right um, is going to be yeah, a, I'd say a bit of a challenge for him, but um, we'll see how that pans out. I guess.
1: Uh, related to Stern Pinball app, I was messing around a bit with it and was playing with the Star Trek table. Yeah, and I was noticing that on the lower playfield during certain mission, there was these floating dots, and I can only imagine that's the laser being used.
0: Oh, okay. Um, somebody dots.
1: if somebody can correct me, I don't know. I've I've only had my hands on the real thing a couple of times. And the one thing I do remember is the laser I thought was brighter. Um, but I think that's what it was doing. It's kind of cast puts a, a, a field of, of dots that are kind of you know floating down to the bottom of the play field. I couldn't figure out anything else that would have been that there was these this floating pattern.
0: Oh. Yeah, it must have been. That's really weird, eh?
1: Huh. It's one of those tables that you really wish had some fog so you could see laser projected. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah,
0: seeing the actual laser beams coming out would be wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be pretty cool. I was going to say, I did read um, something uh, about uh, pro-pinball um, Arcuda, um, oh, okay. which actually wasn't from Arcuda itself. It was actually through the newsletter from Pinball Magazine. Oh. Um, so so um, the... It might have been covered sort of in part by us, perhaps in the speculation, but I think this has sort of confirmed it now. Um, though I think we asked the question when we were debating Arcuda and what the, the pro pinball news meant for the platform, um, was that there's disparity between um, the Barnstorm Games software version and the physical table version. Right. Um, Um, I think uh, Pinball Magazine kind of had the same question. And this is what they say in their newsletter. When asked whether there is any correlation between this new iteration of Time Shock and the physical game that Silver Castle Pinball is developing, Arcuda responded as follows. Our Time Shock product is separate and unique to what Silver Castle Pinball is doing. Silver Castle Pinball is working on a dedicated standalone machine, whilst the work we are doing with Time Shock is to make it an arcade edition version, which will form part of the software library on our Arcuda video pinball machines. Um, they go on to say the arcade edition will have many new features added, so that software interacts with our cabinet, allowing lighting, core matrix, and etc., which we already discuss, uh, discussed discussed. Um, so they also point out that um, in the pinball magazine number four, they've actually got a big expose uh, from the artist um, about. Um, all the art for the Silver Castle pinball version of Time Shop. So if you've got that magazine, um, if you're listening, it'd be really cool to see. Maybe just take a photo of some of the pages and just yeah, send us an email with them, so we could see what the sort of art looks like. Because um, it sounds very interesting. Um, yeah, so that's that's sort of the the update from them, I guess, on that. So yeah, definitely, it's it's a separate thing, and and they're they're almost forking. The product so arcuda makes their own version of it i guess yeah
1: yeah and uh, and for so our, uh for our non-australian listeners he did say forking
0: forking forking <laughs>
1: yeah as not in meet
0: the fuckers it's right forking yes. like what you what you do when you clone a github repository you fork it <laughs>
1: Yeah. uh <laughs> you've been uh you been playing any physical uh, pinball again
0: um I did actually I have been using any excuse I can get basically to head back down to netherworld uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and and you know darken their doorstep and try and play some more um uh, some games and yeah I, I have been down there again a couple of times when um, uh, I've been trying to meet up with people for lunch and stuff I go, yeah, let's go to Netherworld and meet there, have a beer, have some food. So, yeah, I've been playing away again on um, uh, Batman 66 and I've, it's growing on me. I'm getting that, um, that shot um, a lot better now, that left um, loop shot. It's not breaking as much for me anymore. So I think it's just dialing in your um, mm-hmm. shots for it. Um, so, yeah, that's fine. Um, so... The I had another go on uh, Ghostbusters and I ah, kind of <laughs> tanked at it really bad, actually. <laughs> I think I think used all my luck in my tournament that day, but um, it's still a captivating game for me. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I was going to mention, you know, Netherworld have actually got uh, as part of their sort of thing, they do all these events and they've got this calendar up where they sort of plug in all the events that they're going to have for, for March and for April. Um, and they're pretty good they don't just sort of do pinball events they do a whole lot of like video gaming events as well and the vintage machines and um they even do like movie theme related um things as well which is kind of cool there um i think there's one really big event coming up um in the end of march called arcade armageddon it actually runs over three days um which is pretty huge. They're pretty much taking over the bar. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, gonna be pretty huge. They're, um, it's not a pinball event, but it's more video game. They're doing all the vintage stuff. Um, so um, they'll be doing, uh, I'm just reading the the post now, they're doing, oh, they're even putting some of the games up on the big projector. They, they're going actually for Twin Galaxies high score attempts throughout the day ah, yeah. there you oh, go. go okay yeah they're doing it on galaga donkey kong pac-man and there's going to be a few others that they get to announce as well they're actually even doing a donkey kong masterclass at 10 a.m oh nice. <laughs> How to play it. yeah so they're really they're really making an event of it and it's it doesn't cost you anything to get in you just like rock up and yeah, start playing and enjoying the event so that'd be fun um If you, they do say that if you want to post a Twin Galaxies high school, you're going to need to verify yourself with Twin Galaxies, but it doesn't sound like it's hard to do. No. Um, And um, so that one's on at March 24th um, at 12, and it goes till March 26th until 8 p.m. So every day, not like (laughs) they're not like staying over, staying open for 72 hours, but um, (laughs) (laughs) which is, would be pretty intense. Uh, But there is actually coming up in um, April something that, for pinheads is going to be pretty amazing. Um, and I think that um I'm having trouble getting up their April calendar, but I know that it is coming up. Um, they're gonna be locking on the Easter weekend, they're gonna be locking down the arcade uh, and bar for 18 hours of nonstop pinball.
1: Oh, um, going for a world record. I don't think it's a world record.
0: Hmm. I think it's more just um uh more just well yeah we're we're just going to do this big marathon basically and it's going to be pretty intense because it's um they're going to just be doing constant tournaments throughout that time so it'll be like a elimination style um tournament but you i think it costs a fair bit to enter it's like about 100 bucks but you get a free drink and all your games are included in that price um for the 18 hours so if you think about it there you can get a fair few games in um, in that time, and also, yeah. you know, so that's pretty fair enough. Um, they're actually advertising their um little monsters events too, which is where <laughs> you can bring your um kidlets along uh and play. Um, uh, their art, their artist that does their um posters is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to uh, share some of the artwork that they've done um because it's quite funny. Um, anyhow. Yeah, so from 9.30 to 11, you can bring your kids along and uh, get them uh, flipping away. Um, and uh, I think they even, again, they're sort of trying to tra- train you up so you actually become an addict. I mean, a fan right. <laughs> of arcade. Okay, so they'll actually, like, there's pinheads there that can actually teach your kids how to play properly and give them techniques and stuff like that. So um, it's got a little bit of structure to it, but not enough that makes it boring, I guess.
1: So there you go. Uh, book your airline tickets now, folks. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's, proving, it's proving
0: to be pretty popular. Apparently, I was talking to the owner, and uh, one of the co-owners just said, Saturdays is just, it's Bedlam. Like, yeah. it's so busy. So that makes me
1: very happy to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I have a, a, a bit of news for myself, personally. Oh, yeah?
0: Oh, what's going um,
1: on? I'm, I'm about to be the owner of another pinball machine. Ooh. So you were talking
0: last week about this um, eight ball deluxe that came into your um, uh, came into your sites. So that's moved forward, has it?
1: It has moved forward. I went and uh, checked the machine out and talked to the guy and tried to ask him how much he wanted for it and he wouldn't say. <laughs> and so that I makes was, it hard to try that and buy make It does make it very difficult. The so turned it on and the first thing we noticed was no sound oh yeah okay and that was news to him he hadn't turned the machine on in about a year though and but so that was news to him he wasn't aware that suddenly the sound had gone out and i thought well that's kind of odd Uh, you know not knowing repair at all (laughs) it was like i don't even know what to diagnose but thought okay well but the rest of the machine it played very well um the flippers were nice and strong, so there was no problem hitting shots. All the drop targets worked. Um, all the stand-ups worked. Everything everything functioned as should. Um, well, that's good. It was, it was dirty. And yeah. the... Uh, dirty. <laughs> you know, and paint here on the cabinet and stuff. But uh, yeah. it's not it's not in terrible shape at all. And the play field itself um, was nice and smooth. There was no uh, wood showing. The only paint that was... Pretty much was in the, you know, obviously the center of the playfield with the balls. Um, it was more cracking going on, but it wasn't. None of the paint was yeah. flaky; it was just paint cracking, um, which I gotta imagine is pretty standard for a table that old. Yeah. Um, and all the it was all the inserts were perfectly flat except for one which had sunken, but that's not too difficult to to tab back into place and you know put a little glue on it and be done with it there. That's right. Um, the back glass is near perfect. So that's a big, big plus. Totally. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I phoned up our, uh, our friend, Mike Levitt, who is the person responsible for wizard amusements that you hear the advertisement for at the beginning and end of our podcast. And mm-hmm. I was like, Mike, you do uh, pinball restoration, right? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I asked him a bit about it and asked him about the soundboard and, you know, what would I be getting myself into? And he was like, look at the worst, it's the connectors just need a little, uh, uh, contact cleaner sprayed on them and, you uh, reconnect them and boom, good to go. He goes after that, it's a matter of maybe some of the, uh, capacitors and stuff capacitors that have been blown or whatever. And he goes, again, those are 20 bucks, uh, total, <laughs> you know, to replace yeah. and full and- set. Yeah. Right, and you're good to go on there. And he goes at the very worst. It's your soundboard needs to be replaced, um, which, by the sounds of it, it doesn't because I was getting the proper lights on it. Okay. Uh, at least according to him. Um, again, I didn't know what I was looking at, so I was just purely telling him by memory. Oh, what the status
0: lights, the status lights yeah. on the board. Yeah, right. It was green
1: and constant.
0: <laughs> well, that's a good sign. Um, Probably just connectors then.
1: Yeah, and uh, but anyway, he he was like, at the worst, it needs a new soundboard. In which case, that's like eighty bucks, eighty to hundred bucks. Um. So he said, once I get it, just give him a call and maybe he'll come over and, uh, you know, give it a once over, take a look at it. I reckon that would be what. a good
0: idea to do that because a, a lot of the time, particularly on things like the the power conversion board and stuff like that, the capacitors on a machine that age are pretty much the electrolyte gel inside them is pretty much dried out. Yeah. So um, that's usually the cause of bad voltage. And you want your voltage to be good in pinball machines because if you don't, you're going to get other components failing in line. Um, so it's almost, I know that when TNT amusements refurbish a machine, um, they always say, yeah, we replaced all the capacitors basically on the power supply to make sure that you're getting clean power again. Yeah. It's always it's like the first thing they do. And it's usually the cause of most faults in pinball machines, dirty power
1: um so know, yeah for, for myself the problem is is i just look and all i see is wires and uh you know yeah and and things on boards that i don't i don't know any of that i don't even have a soldering and <laughs> it's a problem if you don't have a
0: soldering iron you're probably going to be getting one in your near future <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> because, uh yeah so you might want to do that uh i'd recommend uh you get one <laughs> and a good Wait. one too.
1: So so anyway, it's one of those things where if I can get him to come over, then maybe I can also have him take a look at the uh, firepower and give me some advice as to where to, how to do. Because he he was like, he, when he asked about the playfield on Able Deluxe, and I mentioned it, and he was like, oh, that sounds fine. He's like, yeah, you know, I'll just clear coat it. And I was like, well, that's where I'm at with the firepower. So I'm not doing any tearing apart until I actually, for one spray, you know, find out how to do that. And uh, if I can bring firepower back up, then I would attempt anything of that nature. But this thing works. And it's, <laughs> I just want the soundbag. That's all. Yeah. You know, you know how to clear something? You depopulate the playfield and then you give it to Wizard Amusements.
0: <laughs> because clear is not something you want to muck around with. It will kill you if you don't do it right, quite Which literally. Which is
1: why I have not done it because I just, I have zero experience with it and I don't want to mess it up. And that's one of those things where, man, once you spray it, you've, you're committed. So, yeah.
0: It's not uh, so much messing up the playfield, it's, it's quite literally dying. Because the clear coat, the automotive clear coat, uh, will actually adhere to your lungs if you don't have the right breathing apparatus. Oh well, it's... that
1: I, you know, hey, YouTube video show you how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's easy. You go buy a respirator, which are fairly cheap at the hardware store. Make sure you got some goggles on, and uh, you're good to go. And except for the uh-huh. except for the one video I watched of a dude who was in uh, in New Jersey in his single car garage. And he had the garage door down except for a foot up and had no respirator, no eye protection whatsoever. And was like, Oh, yeah. So you just clear coat like this, and start spraying. You can see the cloud just rising. I'm like, going, Dude. Oh, you dude, are-
0: you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually his, his um, death video. Yeah, the death video, uh, exactly. The final moments of his life. Yeah, that's bad.
1: So anyway, I, I wound up. Uh, uh, it was funny. Mike asked me if I could uh, lowball the guy, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to do that necessarily." But he told me what the machine is actually worth, and that's that's yeah. the hardest part. Is you know, you go on pin side and you go, "What are these tables worth?" And they kind of go on the high side. But then when you talk to anybody that purchases tables, and you're like, "Well, how the heck did you get it for so cheap?" Because they're always advertising at this other price, and so. Mm. I feel like the the price I offered um, was low fair. but fair. Um, yeah. Because knowing you know this this has not been a restored table and it has not been touched uh, maintenance wise in the fifteen years he's had it. Um, yeah. I think he he had a business card for somebody that came in and you know replaced the rubbers and gave it a once over, and that's about the extent of it. So. Yeah.
0: Um, It would need some TLC on the circuit boards, I would think. Certainly, replacing the capacitors at a minimum would be what I'd recommend doing.
1: Right. So again, I'm going to have Mike take a look, and maybe he can teach me a thing or two, and uh, then I can take care of some of this stuff that's easy without having to (laughs) put it into into shape. Because basically, this is my birthday present uh, from my wife, who is awesome for giving it to me. Yes, um, you're very lucky. Now now the problem is transporting it, because I don't have a pickup truck.
0: (laughs) That's a problem,
1: yeah. And it's is not, it far and away? These, uh No, it's, it's only a couple miles away. Um, okay. but the problem is that with uh, this era of machine, the head doesn't just fold down. You have to, if you want to take the head off or you know, fold it down, you have to remove bolts oh, and um, yeah. that's right, um, and drop it down that way. So it's better to, I imagine, just leave it all in place, <laughs> throw it on a pickup truck, and uh. Drive it it's dangerous
0: house. transporting it again with um with the head attached still, but um yeah it might be better just to take the head off and just number all the plugs and then you'll be able to reconnect to everything pretty easily. There should be a big main connector that plugs all the things in together, and you should right. just be able to get it off that way.
1: So anyway, I have to reach and, and
0: take the back glass out. Oh well, yeah, the,
1: <laughs> that yeah, I
0: know. You know, yeah, but you'll be right. You'll find a way yep
1: i just did well i texted him asking when i can go pick it up and i haven't received a uh, a text back so <laughs> until i get that i can't go pay for it and uh pick it up but anyway yeah. i'm excited it'll be fun to uh fun to play
0: it will be it sounds like it's ready to play right now so it is ready to play and like cool. i said I, I
1: played a little bit on it um you know some things it was already it was set to five ball which i'm like no 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 no, no. three ball baby uh <laughs> yeah. three five balls is cheating according to Nate yeah. is so, so, yeah. yeah. Five ball five ball games just seem to take forever. Yeah. There's I mean even if you're draining quickly they just seem to take forever. So um yeah, unless I'm playing unless I'm playing in uh an EM um especially one of those old school that didn't have the uh the motor to kick the ball back up in the slot, you know yeah it had the two plungers. So oh, the elevator, <laughs> yeah, the ball Yeah, elevator. yeah, yeah. Those Football five ball definitely. Fun, yeah,
0: definitely. Yes. But anything that's like if if it's Solid state, definitely no, 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 no.
1: So I reckon that'll right, be the first. Yeah. That'll be the first thing that I'll need to do is uh, figure out the switch patterns because I don't know if he has the manual or not. i in the back box. It had all the um, had cards of all yep. the <laughs> switch positions and stuff, uh, or, or you know what to how many clicks to get into that mode. So Yep. I'll definitely be having to uh, learn that. But anyway, we'll see. Hopefully. Uh, seeing as how I haven't got notified by it uh, for this weekend. Hopefully next week I'll be able to pick that up and then maybe be able to report a little bit about that. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, that'll be good. Very cool. Um, on that note, there hasn't been much pinball, so we're going to kind of wrap things up early. Yeah. Seems legit. Seems legit indeed. Hey, why don't you check out our website? It is blockadepinball.com. Go there, then you can uh, find all of our past episodes as long as uh, as, long as, as well as show notes and uh, timings if you want to fast forward to your favorite moment of a podcast because we know you do. You guys study these religiously, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Why why well, we don't course. have a fan website for our, blog- our blockade podcast, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, like we said, go ahead and uh, check us out on uh, Twitter. Twitter. Or you can check me out on uh, instagram where you can see the uh, album art that i created and laugh along yeah i've seen it it's funny <laughs> okay so until next time mahalo goodbye wizardamusement.com the west coast leader in classic pinball makers of custom pinball shooter rods buyer specifications swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools even if you don't own the table looks great as a pinball memento to admire prices start at $39 but mention blockade podcast receive 10% off your order wizardamusement.com sales restoration customization
0: don't forget to leave a review on itunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that blockade is delivered to we can't prove unless you tell us how Stop listening, play in ball.